0: Welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode. Uh, This episode is entitled, Wisdom of the Ruler. And um, a mentor once told this story to me, and it guides me a lot when I'm struggling, and I just wanted to share it with you. So here we go. There was once a king, ruler of the land. He had lots and lots of wisdom, and people came from all over, from lands near and far, to listen to him. Sadly, one day, this reputable, honoured, respected king, the ruler of his lands, died. But he had an insight, and he used this to create 12 volumes of wisdom, which would be presented to his son on his 18th birthday. The young son became king and was given the 12 volumes. He curiously, almost with frustration, looked upon the volumes and said, I don't have time for this. And he instructed the advisors to reduce the volumes to six. Well, you can imagine what his advisors were like. They were running around, scratching their heads. They were brainstorming. They were masterminding. obviously had to figure it out. This was the king's instructions. The king ruled and he may not have been the king that his father was, but nonetheless he was king and he ruled his land. And when the time came, he too passed, as all his forefathers before him. And he too had the insight that he must leave to his son the six volumes. And the son inherited the six volumes. And as a teenager, became more and more involved in what we might consider slightly more normal teenage behaviour, as opposed to that of a ruler or a king. And he said to his advisors, I don't have time for this. Make them into three volumes. Now you can imagine at this stage, the advisors were in fear. They had already been reduced from 12 to 6. How were they going to reduce it to 3? You know, this is something that... How do you condense wisdom? So sure enough, after many a time, many an hour, many a session where brains would fire ideas and create nuances and generate content for these volumes. And after a long, long time, the advisors brought the three volumes to the king. The king read all three, and he was astonished. Honest to what he learned, to what he read, to what he now had come to understand in only three volumes. And he thought of his father and he thought of his grandfather and how they too could have been a party to the three volumes and could have saved time. Again, as time would have it, the king aged and went through stages of life before passing. And upon his deathbed, he gave the three volumes to his son. His son was even kind of more, not arrogant, but perhaps a little obnoxious, with his teenage antics, always joking, always, I guess, lacking a bit of responsibility. You know, in the royal scenes, responsibility is seen as respectability. So, he pondered what to do with the three volumes. And he commanded that his advisors condense the three volumes into one. And so they went away and they spent time. And I'm sure they had many headaches, as I probably would have if I was tasked with this. (laughs) How do you condense so, so, so much wisdom I just, you know, I don't know if you guys um, ever had it. Um, When I was growing up, we had those really, really big um, encyclopedias from, I think it was the Reader's Digest, and they would literally take up three long, big bookshelves. They They were like real library kind of beautiful books. And I can just imagine all the information from that kind of thing being taken into these 12 volumes and reduced. And so again, the uh, King orders into uh, a single volume and the, the advisors go away and obviously they do achieve this sooner or later. So, what do you think happens next, everybody? I don't want to spoil it for you, but I hope you are on the edge of your seats because this really was fascinating for me. It really was. This changed so much for me and I really hope that you guys are on the edge of your seats thinking, what's the big punchline? Because it's coming. So, they bring the one volume back to the king, and the king reads it, and he's exasperated. He's tired. But, you know, it was incredible. There was a wealth of wisdom that was shared. And this event passed through several generations until the advisors were demanded... To put and condense the universal wisdom into a single word. (laughs) I hope you guys just scratched your head because I know I did. Put the universal wisdom into a single word. You've gone from 12 volumes to 6 to 3 to 1 to a booklet to a pamphlet. To a brochure and now you want to go down to one word. And the word that the advisors came up with was attitude. Attitude. What a brilliant, brilliant story. Just brilliant. The reason I say that is how you do anything is how you do everything what is your attitude towards what you are doing in life what are your how do you intend to live what is your attitude towards that intention are you not happy in life boom let's reflect on your attitude you would have heard the phrase attitude of gratitude so if you're not happy start to practice gratitude it is an attitude i have been since my english channel swim i've been trying to transfer some of the things i learned into other areas of my life and one of the big things was discipline I really was disciplined, when I was too tired, when I couldn't be bothered, when my body was hurting, I went and swam. When I didn't want to get in that ice bath, I went in it, irrespective. Why? Because I had the attitude of being a winner, of not being defeated of showing people that we are all capable of much greater than we believe, to raise awareness about plastic pollution in our oceans. So my discipline, I'm now transferring into other areas because I've noticed that I'm nowhere near as disciplined in other areas as I was in my swimming. And if I could only do that, I would be that much more able to serve you guys. I'd be that much more loving and giving in my relationships. I'd be able to serve at a much higher level. So it's an attitude and I'm beginning to take that on board and transfer it. So guys, this idea of attitude, you know, I once sat down in the somebody's uh, somebody's um, therapy rooms, and they said to me, uh, "So how can I help you?" And I said, "Well, my doctor sent me here. He just wouldn't give me the pills. I needed some sleeping pills, and he wouldn't give them to me because he thinks I have depression. So he wanted me to come and see you. So if we could just, you know, cut this." whole thing short, and you say that you saw me, he gives me the pills, everyone's happy, like magic. And the lady, the therapist looked at me, and she was like, you know, all very confused. And I looked at her and I was like, look, I'm really sorry for wasting your time. I, it wasn't my intention, my doctor insisted. And she was like, well, look, this is a safe space, you can talk to me. And unfortunately, I'm not scientific, so I don't go with therapists. I'm more spiritual, so I go with mentors and coaches. Anyway, um, she didn't know that and it wasn't her fault. But what I'm trying to say to you is my attitude towards her and her offering, even though I hadn't even met her, I hadn't judged her necessarily, but it was just something that I wasn't inviting myself to improve. And it's all down to my attitude at that time. I didn't want to see a therapist. I mean, I was definitely, absolutely, most certainly depressed. Um, my my company had just been stolen from me. At least that's the way it feels. I had been made bankrupt for no reason other than for my investors to line their own pockets with my profit and, yeah, I was I was really, really suffering. So I probably could have done with seeing a coach or mentor or something like that. But at that time, I was guided into that path. And it wasn't a path that I was willing to pursue. And actually, it kind of reflects well because later in life, you learn from these things when you look back upon them. Um I'm obviously grateful for everyone who is of service. Doctors, therapists. Uh, I don't belittle their work at all. Um, But yeah, I just thought I would share that story. I didn't get anything from that because of my attitude. If I'd gone in there with a different attitude, I might have done so. The whole point of the story was attitude. So I hope you guys... take something away from the story and my sharing and until next time stay outstanding thanks for joining us if you enjoyed the content and got any value please do like it rate it follow subscribe and leave a comment you'll find us across all the social media channels youtube tiktok facebook and instagram all the links are in the show notes It's been my privilege to host you today. I'm Gavin Scott. Until next time, stay outstanding.